There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, it's time for another happy hour quick shot. Uh, if you like the quick shot, you should donate. Uh, so me and Andrew can do this every day during the football season. Uh, but we'll do it for like 25 minutes. This one will only be 10. Andrew, the Saints are signing dead zombie receivers by the truckload. They signed uh, Michael Floyd, and they signed Brandon Tate. I think between the two of them, they don't have a pulse. Uh, I know Trayvon Doral broke his arm and is out for the year, but, dude, that's a lot of dead receivers to be signing in one day. It is, and you know, it's the old adage. I mean, if you've listened to this podcast long enough, um, you know that uh, Ralph is a Buddy D disciple. Yes, and I am. We we always talk about mm-hmm. how Buddy would tell you, don't listen to what the Saints say, listen to what they do. And when you sign two receivers on the same day, uh, you know, my, my mind immediately went to, is Michael Thomas dead? You know, <laughs> Ted Ginn, is Ted Ginn a pedophile and they just found out? Um, did Cam Meredith break his other knee? Um, so... <laughs> So uh, you know, I'm 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 like doomsday right now. I'm you like, you, you ran you ramped right. up the doom you ramped up the dude to code to code orange. That's like that's like Ralph quality dude. I embraced man. for horrible receiver news impact. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got you got, you got your uh, you got your oxygen mask dropped from the ceiling. <laughs> you, got, you got your pillow. You're in the crash position. I've been breathing in a paper bag since yesterday evening, pretty much. <laughs> I mean. But on the flip side, is it? I think I think you're partially right in that there's something going on. It could be that they like West Westhoff is like, get me a fucking guy that can catch two kickoffs or something, and they need Tate or Floyd couldn't really do it. So I think it might be that. I mean, John Payton did make the bachelor jokes about the return game, but it might be that. Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, first of all. I, I think they had to sign a receiver because Floyd Floyd was out. So you know, I, I, I'm sorry, Dural was injured. So you know, the Floyd signing makes sense, and I, I do think this is very similar to the Hakeem Nick signing or the Steve Breston signing of a few. Years. Oh man, bring him you know, the hits. Yeah, we're like you know, <laughs> it's kind of a low investment uh, tryout for a guy that used to be really good, and maybe. He dips into the fountain of youth and surprises. Wait, like, was Floyd ever really good? Are we sure that's the truth? Is that an accurate statement? Yeah, Floyd had like a 800 plus yard season with the Cardinals you know, a couple years ago. A couple? Like I don't have a, I don't have an internet in front of me. I feel like it's more than a couple. Yeah, I mean, I think his last like his last productive season was two or three years ago. Okay. Um, but uh, you know, he's still 28, so. You know, I, I think it's like Hakeem Nicks or Stevie Breston when the Saints sign those guys. I think it's like a name receiver that comes in and, you know, if his head's on straight and he's kind of back to his prime, then maybe he can contribute. Um, but more likely, that's not the case. And, uh, you know, he'll spend 
a few weeks in training camp and play a couple preseason games and then get cut. Um, and yeah. I, I'm only expecting that happen. So just because he has a name, I mean, I think the Saints are fine bringing him in because it's a low-risk investment. Um, and I'm with you. I, I do think the Tate thing is explained by they just kind of hate their returners right now. Yeah, and also, too, I know I made a joke on Twitter last night. You know, New England is having, like, massive receiver injury problems. So it could be Loomis looking around. You know, it's like when you shop at Marshall's or TJ Maxx and you're like, I need a chair. And you see, like, three shitty chairs at TJ Maxx. But you know that if you don't buy them, they're going to be gone the next week you come back. So Loomis looked at New England and is like, man, New England's got four receivers hurt. i got to sign the best ones they got out here. So they signed like two of them. It's like you buy the two city chairs at TJ Maxx, knowing that it's not really a good idea, but like what else are you going to do? You might need them. And that's the thing with the Saints, right? Like if something happens to Michael, if something happens to Michael Thomas, right, they're going to roll out with, uh, with uh, Ted Ginn and Taquan Smith. And Taquan Smith, he's a camp superstar, and we love him, and the hype train be rolling. But, I mean, that's got to like – keep Sean Payton up at night the possibility of that so like any like insurance you could buy even if it's like shitty insurance of Michael Floyd and Brandon Tate like you gotta like make the purchase right there's like nothing else there's nothing else out there he Loomis flips either Tommy Lee Lewis or Brandon Coleman to the Patriots for a seventh round pick that <laughs> might be the biggest heist of his career <laughs> I think that automatically makes him eligible for the Hall of Fame I think I think if he if he flipped Brandon Coleman to Belichick for a conditional seventh round pick, dude, we are making the bust tonight. He's getting he gets a statue next to Benson, man. And the thing is, like it's it's like they Saints trade so much with New England, like there's a non-zero possibility that it happens. Like I could like I could I I can close my eyes and I can see Nick Underhill breaking that Twitter news at about nine forty five this morning. So I'm excited now. I got to get this. I got to get this quick shot up so you can call your shot. Yeah, man. Um, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, I, I still feel really good about the Saints top four. And you know, you're hearing a lot of pundits say that the top four is going to be tough to crack, and I, I really do think that's true. Um, you know, right now. You know, obviously Michael Thomas, but behind him, I just feel like Traquan, Ted Ginn, and um, Cam Meredith are on pretty solid footing. And unless there's a serious injury, uh, or, you know, or Cam Meredith is, I mean, so far he, he's held up and he seems okay. So, you know, unless something crazy happens with those three guys or, uh, you know, they start dropping every pass and fumbling in preseason or something, um, I, I just don't really see a lot of movement. Though, to me, those are the four guys. And so, honestly, the fifth guy is going to have to bring something to the table, whether it's Brandon Coleman with his blocking, which is kind of a niche thing, or Brandon Tate with his return ability. You're not going to make this team if you're just a decent receiver um, because, you know, once you're the fifth or sixth guy, usually the Saints don't keep more than five. You've got to have some utility or niche, uh, you know, thing that you bring to the roster beyond just catching the football. Yeah, and I mean, the thing is with uh, training camp, right, and, and every year, you know, we go into training camp and there's questions about certain positions and certain guys and certain groups, right? And, you know, there's always one position that we worry about and we fret about, and it works out fine. And there's other positions where you, you don't think of it as a problem, 
And then suddenly during the year, you're like, holy shit, what's, what? we didn't think, you know, last year we were like, oh, the offensive line is going to be fine. It's seven deep. And then they're, they're injured and suddenly they're, they're on a Thursday night game and they're playing fucking Laravius. And go, you know, um, so why yeah. receive? They did sign a tackle last night as well that, um, you know, has like 25 career starts. And so uh, I forget his name. Uh, but that makes me a little nervous because that tells me you know, they don't really feel great about their tackles behind what, the starters. It was, was, uh, was Bryce Harris? Was he like was he like vacationing in Europe or something? Like doesn't he doesn't he like don't, doesn't doesn't he have a, like a pager or like a, they alert him? They have like a, a special he has, phone like a, he has a bad he has a bad signal. Um, yeah, just like put a flare into the sky. It's like it's like it's instead of the bad signal, it's just a giant turn stick. It's just a giant giant turnstile. And it lighted up, and it lights the sky, and he knows it's time to get back, um, you know. Uh, but you know, I think I think receiver receiver has the potential, Andrew, of not only like working out and being okay. Like it has the potential to to be really. I look at I look at receiver, and I see like it could go badly if Michael Thomas got hurt, but it could also go really, really well. Like if Thomas is healthy and and like if Meredith is healthy, he's going to rip shit up. Quan Smith could rip shit up. You know, it's not like in other years where like the Saints have a question mark at a position and you're like, just don't be terrible. Just don't be, just, just, it's linebacker. Just don't be a, just don't be a trash fire. Just, you know, just, just don't be awful. Like receiver, the upside on it is, even though we fret about it, like I see great potential in it. I still think think Michael Thomas has to be healthy because he kind of unlocks everything else because, you know, Michael Thomas is good enough to attract your number one corner coverage at all times and and still beat him. Um, But, you know, I think if if he's commanding that kind of attention, uh, you know, that that starts to put guys like Traquan or Meredith in the slot potentially – uh, or Ted Ginn in the slot against some pretty mediocre guys. And as you get deeper into the season, especially where, you know, teams have lost one or two corners and they're starting to play fifth-round draft picks or UDFAs and guys that, you know, frankly have no business being on the field and you've got Cam Meredith in the slot lined up against them, I mean, that's where Drew Brees can just absolutely mullet him. Yeah, because the Saints offense, you know, if it, if, it, if healthy, you know, with Kamara and Ingram and Thomas, teams have to make a decision, right? They they can't they can't put their best and, and commit to stop everything. So there'll be a dude, whether it's Smith or a tight end or Benjamin Watson or whoever, who's going to get a really really favorable matchup, and the team teams will basically say, well, look, if Traquan Smith can go for seven and a buck twenty and two, we're fucked. We don't think he can. Or if it's Ben Watson or whoever. So there's going to be a dude for the Saints that's going to get a fantastic matchup every week. It's just can they take advantage of it? Can they be healthy? Um, but overall, these these signings uh, are you are are you brave, are you are you fully are you fully braced in for horrible horrible news before five o'clock today? Absolutely. I'm just waiting for the news to break. Any second. <laughs> I want. I know. I want it so. I want it so bad to be Brandon Coleman traded to the Patriots. I want it so bad for you, Andy. So that is. Uh, that's a quick shot. We're out of time. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. 
match with Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect defend and save what you believe in every single day so what makes a life a good one in the coast guard we think it's all of the above and more but you'll have to find out for yourself visit gocoastguard.com to learn more look around you can find cars like these on auto trader new cars used cars electric cars maybe even flying cars Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.